0: What's going on, guys? This is Ryan Cameron, Trackstar Sports. Orange is a new Brown. You know, I usually cover the Cleveland Browns, but I'm actually going to be breaking down the AFC North draft and giving my draft grades on that. I'm a little late to the party. I'm sorry. I've had some family issues going on. So, But, uh, you know, I just wanted to give you guys my take on the draft and um, give you guys my grades for the AFC North Make sure to hit up Trackstar Sports. Hit me up on Orange is the New Browns Twitter page at orange underscore brown underscore TS. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to start off with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals had a, had a pretty unique draft. Um, you know, I'm going to go break it down kind of quickly so this isn't a four-hour podcast. But, you know, number one, with their first-round pick, they took Billy Price uh, center out of Ohio State. I think it's a pretty solid pick. They maybe reach for him a little bit, but there's a need at that position for them. You know, he's the third overall center in the draft. Uh, great grade by ESPN at 86. So, you know, their first round pick, I think, was a pretty solid pick. You know, their second round pick, Jesse Bates, who's a safety out of Wake Forest. I don't love the pick. Um, I thought that they had more needs. I thought they maybe should have gone cornerback. Um, linebacker taking an offensive lineman but you know he is um he's rated as a fifth um overall safety in their draft so once again it's not a terrible pick it's just something I didn't like I, I would have liked to see them maybe you know uh take a skill player or or address one of their needs but they chose not to do that um so I'm going to discredit them a little bit on that pick but the third round pick Sam Huber who's a defensive end um, also out of Ohio State you know he has a really high talent level I think he's going to be a pretty good NFL player I actually really love this pick Um, I thought they did a great job taking him it's a need that they have also and I think he does have a a high ceiling in the NFL so I think you're going to see great things from him and I think it was a really good pick their second third round pick, they took Malik Jefferson, an off or I'm sorry, an outside linebacker from Texas. Once again, I do like this pick. Once again, it's a need for them. So, you know, I thought Cincinnati had a great third round. Their fourth round pick was Mark Walton running back out of Miami. You know, I was kind of surprised by them taking a running back in the fourth round. Whenever you think Cincinnati, you don't really think you wouldn't think they really need one um, with having Mixon and Bernard, but Bernard is a free agent after this year. So I think they drafted him, you know, to kind of replace Bernard after this year. You know, he is the ninth rated o- overall running back in the draft. So it's not a terrible pick. Once again, I think that they should have gone with a need there, especially with a fourth rounder in that high of a, f- of a fourth round pick. but. You know, it's not a terrible pick for what they're doing because they're basically trying to re- replace Bernard after this season, but I just thought you know, it was a little too high to take a running back for this particular team. With their fifth-round pick, this was a, a head-scratcher for me. They took uh, Devontae Harris, a cornerback out of Illinois State, the 44th-rated cornerback in the draft. ESPN gave him a draft grade of 30 and you're taking him in the fifth round. Now, he is a a special teams threat, very fast guy, very great kick returner. So, for me, it's probably they're drafting him for special teams, but to use your first fifth-round pick on a special teams project, I hate the pick. I don't like it at all. Um, But we'll move on to the next fifth-round pick, Uh, Andrew Brown, a defensive tackle out of Virginia. He is rated as the 11th best defensive tackle in the draft. I thought that this was a pretty good fifth-round pick. He's still available there. He's going to be a great depth player for you in that position. So I, I do like that fifth-round pick. Um, their third and final fifth-round pick, they took Darius Phillips, a cornerback out of Western Michigan. He's uh, he's a maybe one of the best kick returners in the draft. 11 interceptions in his career, ran back five of them. So this could be – he's a project. He's a work in progress. But, I mean, uh, you're spending a late fifth-round pick on him. I like it. You know, um, especially he's really going to help you out with kick returning, which is kind of another head scratcher on the Devontae Harris because why are you taking him as a special teams player? If you're getting potentially one of the best kick returners in college football – with your late fifth round pick, doesn't make any sense to me. But you know he's a project, and you're gonna see. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna see if he amounts to anything. I think he could. He's definitely going to return kicks for them, and you might see him play um, cornerback a little bit. I think he'll slide in at the number three Q, uh, CB for them. So we'll, he's definitely a wait and see type of guy. Um, they did not have a sixth round pick, but they did have three seventh round picks um, with their first one they took uh Logan Woodside, a quarterback out of Toledo. He was the tenth rated quarterback in the draft. there's not much upside to him. he's tough as all get out, but besides that he is a smaller quarterback. They do have a need at quarterback, so I mean you're going to see him slide into the third slot for them at QB. So I think for them, this is a 7th-round pick. We need another quarterback, and that's pretty much how it went down. Um, They did take Rod Taylor, a guard, out of Mississippi with a 7th-round pick. He's a 22nd-rated overall guard. Uh, ESPN has him graded at 30, so as you can imagine, that's not very good. But, you know, with 7th-round picks, it's all about prediction, right? I mean, it's about these teams taking a chance on these guys hoping that their upside will will be something better than what most people think. I'm not in love with the pick, but they obviously saw something there that they liked, which is why they chose him. Their seventh-round pick is kind of an interesting pick, their last seventh-round pick. Auden Tate, a wide receiver out of Florida State. This might be the steal of the 7th round. This could be a guy that comes out and becomes a dominant wide receiver. Once again, it's going to be one of those things that you're going to have to wait and see. But to pick this guy up with your last 7th round pick, pretty incredible. I mean, he's the 23rd overall wide receiver. Um, he's fast. He's fierce. You know, I think he could be one of those 7th round picks that you see in a few years starting. So once again, it's a wait and see, but my overall grade on the Bengals, I'm going to give them a C. I was leaning more towards a C minus, but I'm trying to be nice and show that I'm not biased just because I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. So we're going to give them a C. And a lot of that was because I didn't really think that they focused so much on offense in the early rounds, taking a safety defensive end, outside linebacker. They did it get a running back in the fourth round and then didn't draft another offensive player until the seventh round. So they addressed some needs at defensive and their defensive needs, but you know, I don't think that they got any stronger on offense. So I'm gonna give them a C. I didn't like a lot of the picks they had, and you know, like I said, they didn't really address anything on their offensive side. Moving on next, I'm gonna go to the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion, had one of the better first round drafts this year. You know, with their first pick in the first round, they took the tight end Hayden Hurst out of South Carolina. Number one rated overall tight end. They were able to pick him up. He's a very solid tight end, uh, ex baseball player, so I really like him. He's fast, runs a 4.6740, weighs 250 pounds, and ran out a 4.67. That's quick. So, you know, I do love that pick for them, and they definitely have a need at tight end. With um, their second first-round pick, they traded up with Philadelphia for the last pick in the first round and picked up none other than Lamar Jackson. Anyone who's listened to my Orange it's the New Brown Show knows I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to be terrific. He's a proven winner. I love this pick for them. Um, You know, I think he's going to be able to replace Flacco in a year or two, and I think he's going to be a franchise quarterback for them. So I love the pick. I thought they had a terrific first round. They did not have a second-round pick. Their first, third-round pick, they took Orlando Brown, an offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, another pick that I love. Um, you, you know, and then with their second third round pick they went ahead and picked up his teammate um, Mark Andrews who is also a tight end out of Oklahoma he is the fourth rated tight end um, I also love this pick it was kind of interesting that they took tight ends in the first three rounds they took two in the first three rounds that was kind of interesting to me but they were able to secure two of the top four tight ends so there's a need for it why not their fourth-round pick, and this is really where they start kind of diving off to me, uh, they took Anthony Averitt, cornerback out of Alabama, 10th-rated cornerback, not a very high ceiling. I don't think he's going to be a huge playmaker in the NFL. Um, they took Jalil Scott, also in the fourth-round wide receiver out of New Mexico State. They took the 231st overall-rated player in the entire draft in the fourth-round. Doesn't make much sense to me. They obviously saw something in this kid that they really like. Um, wide receiver out of New Mexico State. So they obviously saw something with him that they loved to take him that high. Um, to me, he was more of a 6th or 7th round risk if you're going to take him. But that's the road they went. Um, they also picked up another wide receiver in the 5th round. Jordan Lastly, out of UCLA. Rated number 16 wide receiver. Also not in love with this pick. They had three sixth-round picks with their 1st 6 sixth-round pick. They took Deshaun Elliott, safety out of Texas. Number 11, rated safety. Once again, not a high ceiling for him, but they have a need for that. So, you know, you got to take what's available to you in the sixth round. So, I don't hate the pick. You know, he's a a Texas boy. He's played in high competition. So, we'll see what happens. Um, Their next sixth-round pick, they took Greg Sinet, an offensive tackle out of Wagner. Once again, not much potential there, um, maybe for depth, but that's about it. Their next six-round pick, they took Bradley Bozeman, a center out of Alabama, 289th overall. But I'm okay with it because it's in the sixth round. Sixth and seventh round is where you take risk on players um, that you might see have potential, but other teams don't. So. If they would have taken him any sooner, I wouldn't have agreed with it. But, hey, take your risk. Hopefully it works out. Zach Saylor, a defensive end at a Ferris State. Yes, you heard it. Ferris State. Um, interesting because I don't know how you recruit a guy at a Ferris State, but they did it. A fourth runner I also forgot about, I'm sorry, is Kenny Young, an inside linebacker. Um, this is the most interesting one to me, and I'm going to save it last because... This man was the 334th overall pick. That's what he was rated, folks. The 334th overall. All these draft experts, all these scouts, everyone out there rated this man the 334th overall. They took him in the fourth round. I mean, can you, you can't really reach any further than that. Um, so I thought the first three rounds... For the Ravens were spectacular. and then from the fourth round, fourth round on they did nothing but reach for players. I don't really understand what happened in the draft room after the third round, but it, in my opinion it's gonna cost them, you know um, I gave them a C because I love their first three rounds. If it wasn't for that, they would definitely be in the C minus D plus range for me. But their first three rounds, they went out and got Hayden Hurst, Lamar Jackson, Orlando Brown, Mark Andrews. Players that are really going to help out their team. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give them a C because of that. But if it wasn't for that, they would be much lower than that because I feel like they reached so much from the fourth round on. They did not get a lot of NFL-ready players. So I'm going to give them a C. Move on to one of the more popular teams in the NFL and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They picked Terrell Edmonds, Virginia Tech, safety. This guy has great potential, but I feel like he was selected a little too early. I really thought this guy was a second round pick. They do have a need at safety, so for that aspect, you know, maybe they just wanted to jump up and get their guy because they didn't have another pick until late in the second round. So you're probably not going to get Terrell Edmonds if you don't draft him there. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. You know, he's got a lot of great potential, like I said, but I just feel like he just went a little too early. But, you know, they got the guy they wanted, so you can't fault him for that. You know, their second-round pick, they went and got James Washington, uh, wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. And I'm going to go ahead and mix in their third, first third-round pick, Mason Rudolph out of Oklahoma State. I like this combination. James Washington is a very talented um, wide receiver, rated as a sixth, seventh overall wide receiver in the draft. Um, I like that they did that. I think that they had a pretty good idea they were going to draft Mason Rudolph in the third round. So they want to team them up, you know. So I think that that's going to be a really good combination. I'm a Mason Rudolph fan, so I think that this was a great pickup for Pittsburgh. I think he's going to fit in great with their organization and how they play football. So I really like those two picks right there. Um, The third round, you know, I can't even come close to pronouncing this man's name. So uh, I'm not even going to try. His last name is Okafor. That's all I can tell you. Western Michigan, he's an offensive tackle. Leavitt rated it overall. You know, they did pick this guy up in the third round. He's maybe a fourth round selection, but I like the pick. I think he's going to be good for them. Once again, it is a need for them. So, you know, I like it. I don't mind it at all. They did not have a fourth round pick. Fifth round, their first fifth round pick was Marcus Allen, safety out of Penn State. Once again, it's another pick that that I really like for them. Uh, Once again, it's a need for them. You know, I love whenever teams draft needs. Um, So, you know, I like the pick. With their second, fifth-round pick, Pick up Jalen Samuels out of NC State. This guy is really interesting because he's kind of like a, a hybrid running back, and he's also a tight end. You don't see that very often. So, you know, I love the pick. I think it's going to really impact the team, and I think you will see him run that That H-back, kind of like that hybrid back. You can also throw him out as a tight end. I mean, that's a pretty unique combination there, so I do like that pick. They do not have a 6th round pick and with their 7th round pick, they took Joshua Frazier out of Alabama. Defensive tackle. Not a very high ceiling here towards the NFL, but it's the 7th round. You're not going to get a 1st round pick in the 7th round, so you know, do what you want in the 7th round, pretty much. You know, one thing that I was kind of intrigued by was, after losing, you know, Shazier and that terrible, terrible injury, you know, I was kind of surprised that they did not draft an inside linebacker. So I'm going to count them off a little bit for that. But overall, I thought that they had a pretty good draft. I'm going to give them a C plus. You know, um, they really need an inside linebacker. That was a need for them, and they didn't address the cornerback need that they have, so I'm going to count them off a little bit. They were in a B-minus range for me, but I'm going to give them a C+, just because they didn't address their top needs. Now comes the fun part. What is Ryan going to say about the Cleveland Browns? Well, I don't care if I'm a Cleveland fan or not. They had an amazing draft. Can't tell me anything, anything other than that. Hit me up on Twitter. Argue with me all you want about it. Put me on debate. Fuel if you'd like. I will argue this with everyone. Of course, with the number one overall pick, Cleveland Browns selected Baker Mayfield. This man is the most efficient quarterback in NCAA history. Listen to this. 70.5% completion rate. 70% completion. Completion rate 11.5 yards an attempt. So not only you could say, well, well Ryan, he's only got a 70% completion rate because he's throwing the ball five yards down the field. No. He averaged 11.5 yards, most in the NCAA. You know, um, I have it as an A- just for him uh, for that pick. And the only reason that is is to maybe because of his... You know, he loses composure during games a little bit and not towards throwing the ball because he's also, guess what, the number one overall rated quarterback in college football under pressure. I mean, more towards his attitude, I guess you would say. You know, he's had a lot of on-field issues with that. So this is just a great pickup for Cleveland. I'm really excited about it. And anyone who listens to my show knows that. Um, I'm really glad this is the quarterback I wanted Cleveland to take, and I don't care if they took him number one. They got the guy they wanted, and, and I think he could prove to possibly be the best quarterback in this draft in 10 years. So I love the pick. Denzel Ward, number four. You know, A lot of people were surprised with this because they were expecting them to take Chubb. Well, here's the thing. The Browns have a lot of defensive line depth. They do not... Have a lot of cornerback depth. This is the best cornerback in the draft. Was he taken a little early? Yes. But he's the best cornerback in the draft. ESPN actually rated him at a 93. I mean, this guy has the potential to be very, very, very special. So I love the pick. Moving on to the second round. Their first pick in the second round. They take Austin Corbett out of Nevada. A guard number five overall guard in the draft. You know, um, he's going to be playing with another Nevada alum in Joel Batonia. You know, um, they'll probably be saying, playing on the same side. You know, I I wasn't in love with this pick at first, but the more I've researched him and watched film and stuff, he's a great player. ESPN has him rated as, as an 85 overall. So, you know, I, it's a, a pretty good second-round pick. Now, with the third pick in the second round, they picked up Nick Chubb, a Georgia running back, fantastic pick, third-rated quarterback, you're getting the third-rated running back in the second round, and that's not too odd nowadays, but you know, this guy has such a high ceiling, if he can stay healthy and not get injured, such a high ceiling, so I love the pick, you know, you skip out. Um, Barkley on the number one pick to go after Baker, and you still get a top-notch running back. Now, yes, Nick Chubb is not Barkley. I'm not saying he is, but he is a great running back, and I think if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a great running back uh, in the NFL. Now, probably my least favorite pick the Browns made um, outside of the sixth round, which was just a disaster, but they take Chad Thomas out of Miami, a defensive end, you know he's a nice piece to mix in with Garrett and Nassib and them, but you know he did have 26 tackles for lap, or 26 tackles for loss in the last two seasons. So, you know playing in the ACC, that's pretty impressive. You know um, I just don't love the pick, but I'll move on from that. Um, with the fourth round pick, they take Antonio Callaway, wide receiver out of Florida. You know he did fail his drug test at the combine. A lot of issues with this guy. Um, But at the end of the day, he's probably the most talented wide receiver in the draft. But with all of his issues and stuff, who knows, right? I mean, he could wind up being another Josh Gordon and be in rehab by the end of the year. So it's definitely a risk to take someone like that in the fourth round. Always is. But at the end of the day, like I said, he is one of the most talented wide receivers in the draft. So I like it. You know, you can definitely argue with me on that. But... I like it, and I think they did the right thing taking him where they took him. Fifth round, took Gennard Avery, inside linebacker out of Memphis. You know, he's better, he's definitely better at stopping the run than coverage, but he's got great speed, great size, great agility. And if you listen to draft experts and, and scouts, people love this kid. You know, um, some scouts call this the best fifth round pick. Uh, You know, I think he has a lot of upside, and I think you're going to see him play this year, and I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Now we'll talk about that terrible sixth round that I believe the Browns had. In the sixth round with their first pick, they took Damian Ratley, Texas A&M wide receiver. This guy is lightning fast. Uh, He runs a four or sub four four. um, You know, but he only had 47 receptions in three years at A&M. Uh, I'm kind of interested to know why You know, he could be a deep threat With the Browns I don't think you're going to see many receptions Out of this guy in the NFL either But, you know, it's the sixth round Like I said earlier, it's one of those things Where you take a risk on a guy you really like And that's what they obviously did With their last pick in the draft In Simeon Thomas, cornerback out of Louisiana He's got a lot of athletic ability Man, he wasn't he wasn't supposed to be drafted at all. You know, uh, they had him as the 96th overall cornerback in the draft, and we took him in the sixth round. Now, granted, if we had a seventh-round pick this year, we would have probably taken him in the seventh round, but we didn't. It's one of those situations where the Browns really saw something in this kid, and that's why they ended up drafting him in the sixth round because they didn't have a seventh-round pick. This is more of a of a free agent type of guy, I think, than draft, because uh, I definitely think you could have probably still picked him up after the draft, but they obviously didn't want to take that chance, so they went ahead and selected him. You know, I have watched a little bit of film on him, and I've uh, read a lot of stuff on him, and you know, his coaches and teammates say whenever he plays, he's definitely an NFL-type cornerback, but he doesn't do that very often. Apparently, he's pretty lazy and he's gotten a lot of trouble off the field. So, you know, it's definitely. I don't get the pick, um, but the Browns obviously saw something in him uh, that they really like. Now, here comes my draft grade for the Cleveland Browns. And some of you guys are going to hate on this because I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I have a podcast for the Cleveland Browns, but do your worst. I'm going to give the Browns. An A plus. No, I'm just kidding. I am going to give them a B plus though. I thought they had a very solid uh, first two rounds. I mean, very solid. Picking up Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, Austin Corbett, Nick Chubb. I mean, they addressed a lot of team needs in that. And even when you go down the list to the fourth round, they pick up Antonio Callaway. Yes, he's got a lot of problems, but at the end of the day, he could be a, a number two wide receiver. And you're picking him up in the fourth round. So, love it. Gerald and Avery out of Memphis. Very high ceiling for this guy. A lot of potential. I love it. So, I thought the Browns had one of the better drafts this year. And I think they had the best Cleveland Browns draft in many, many, many years. So, I'm very, very excited as a Cleveland Browns fan for this season. You know, um, one thing I did want to mention towards quarterbacks in the AFC North the Browns actually got three of the top six wide er, – the AFC North got three of the six top quarterbacks in this year's draft and Baker Mayfield, Mason Rudolph, and Lamar Jackson. So quarterback play is probably going to be pretty decent in the AFC North for, for several years to come. So that was kind of my little fun fact from the AFC North this year in the draft. So, um, you know, once again, I have the Bengals at a C. I have the Ravens at a C. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at a C+, plus, and I have the Cleveland Browns as a B plus. I think in the AFC North, the Browns definitely won this this year, which, no, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Browns fan because in most drafts, I would usually rate them around a D- minus to an F, but this year they won. You know, um, they had a great, great draft. So, yeah, there it is, guys. Um, make sure to comment. Um, make sure to tune into to my Orange is the New Brown show. Uh, Make sure to listen to me on Out of the Pen every Saturday morning and make sure to hit me up on Twitter. If you guys got any questions about this or want to argue about this, you know, orange underscore brown underscore TS. Thank you guys for listening, man, and I hope you guys liked it.